'Twas a few days before Christmas when all through the studio not a thing was stirring, not even the snow. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Conniff and Eric were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of game nights danced in their heads. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, they sprung from their beds to see what was the matter. And what to their wondering eyes should appear but a jolly old man and several plump reindeer. Hey, Santa, did you bring us any board games? Conniff prodded with glee. Eric, with a glance, nodded his head to agree. Ho, 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 you fine little fellas. I have brought board games and some nice mozzarella. For nothing is quite as nice as pizza with friends, music, and game nights to round out year's end. Merry Christmas, you two. Ho, 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 ho. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. I just wanted to take the time to thank all of our listeners for your comments, friendships, and feedback throughout 2018. It really means the world to both Eric and I that you choose to listen to us. So thank you again, and I hope you enjoy this super special Christmas episode. Oh man, you know what kills the Christmas spirit faster than anything? What? Car trouble. Car? Do you I, have car trouble right well, now? Well, not anymore. But <laughs> you fixed that, it. <laughs> yeah, that's why my spirit is killed because it seems no matter what, when you take your car in, littlest detail, you're five hundred dollars in minimum. It's have you you look at those invoices that they do, and it's like okay, so I take my car in for I don't know, like maybe to get the a brake pad changed or right. something and, and they give you the invoice and it's like oh there was uh these these valves were wrong this uh you know fluid system i don't know anything about cars so right. i sound like an idiot but you know all that stuff and then at the bottom it's like uh you know a cool yeah. 250 dollars. right yeah like, I, I wanted my brake pad changed. i always think of a dane cook joke that he had about going to the mechanic because they can just tell you anything and you just nod along and part of the joke was the mechanic told him he had a tiny unicorn jumping around in his muffler, poking holes and everything. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's kind of what it sounded like. Yeah, I kind of figured. So, <laughs> Anyways, my unicorn has been snatched. I now have uh, brand new rear shocks and struts. In the truck? In the truck. Okay. Ready to roll. It's, it's always funny. It's always the guy's car that breaks. Yeah. Which ironic thing about that for listeners who don't know because i don't ever post this type of stuff on social media courtney was coming back from walmart because she was so graciously buying me a tub of pasta salad to take to work for the thanksgiving day work meal or something and she gets rear-ended now she was 33 weeks pregnant at the time so that's an automatic like red flag type thing but she gets rear-ended the car is just the i when i came to the scene the car looked fine right from the side that i saw it i was like oh i mean what even happened it looks like nothing happened and i walk around the back and the whole back is smashed and the wheel is at an angle in which a wheel should never be (laughs) (laughs) a back wheel the back yeah Yeah. the back wheel the back passenger side so you know other than that my car is like the junk beater car that is somehow still pushing and their car is you know flawless so right 
So anyways, back to Christmas spirit. Yes. More Borderlands 3 rumors. Oh, boy. Oh, man. So at this point, it's like they're dangling carrots. Uh, But are they? They've been doing it for years. I don't know. I feel like I feel like they're pushing maybe they think they're having a sneaky PR campaign or something like that. But everybody's just sick of it by now. Just announce just, the game. We want yeah, Give announce us, the game and then maybe do a bit of a tease right. with different things. Give but. us some gameplay footage, some whatever. I don't care, just something real, concrete. Yeah. That's what we need. So the rumors in this case are was some article on Game Rant about someone close to uh, the production or whatever, blah, 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 leaked this info. Yeah. And it's apparently the four classes, which I think the three of which are the same, like Siren, right. Titan, and Assassin. Well, the Titan seemed his... Oh, uh, what was it? What it used to be, Soldier? Yeah. Was that you, in one and two, Soldier? Yes. Okay, I thought it was called turret. something different. In one and two, this one they said they're going to bring in a quote unquote Titan, uh, like a similar mech. to Titanfall, yeah, okay. which would be pretty dang cool. That'd be cool. And the thing about Borderlands, listeners, is the game is like great for just co op team play. Yep. Like you each pick a different class, you all complement each other. You know, it's part of developing a good team composition. But mm-hmm. the one that was curious to me was the Beastmaster, which I, I don't know. Uh, the article didn't really have a lot of information, and right. so I don't know if it's going to be similar to Borderlands One with his like little bird, but maybe like Mordecai. Yeah, Mordecai's bird, but like more in depth because it said that you could like level up your pets or beasts or whatever, right? And evolve them for lack of a better term. I'm calling it now. It's going to be an open world game, as in you think it's going to be I online. Gonna, like I think that? it's going to be similar to Destiny, to where really you can run into other people in the world what made you what made you think that based on what you read it seems to be the way a lot of games are going but the thing that made me think that was uh part of the article said you can display things in your house i was like was it your it wasn't your own vault it was your own you had i think it used the term house or home or something like that so that makes me think that people can come look at your accomplishments so why would you that just be available to you know three other friends Uh, i mean it just seems like Anyways. Well, think Skyrim. Okay. Completely single player game. Right. But you can sit there and uh, decorate a house. That's true. Pretty but, in depth. Uh, but Skyrim no. was before that right. kind of stuff was you're available on consoles. I want you to be wrong. I know. <laughs> and you want to be wrong, but I, you're not. I don't know. I think it could be fun in the Borderlands world. Well, and it's on Pandora, I'm going to assume. No, I, they've already said it somewhere else. Oh, really? They're down with Pandora. They're going elsewhere. Okay. Well, as long as it's not like... Uh, the pre-sequel, I was not a fan of the moon yeah. whole concept. I still haven't beat pre-sequel or Borderlands 2. Unbelievable. I know. I'm behind on my games. But I just wasn't a fan of the low grav. I didn't like the locale and like the always needing oxygen. There wasn't any variety, I felt like, in yeah. the environment, which is to be uh, expected because you're on the moon. <laughs> so, right. But it just, I don't know. So I'm hoping that with this, if it is online, I'm fine with that, I guess. But you probably need to make it, and I caution myself saying this, but you need to make it sort of like Fallout 76 in that it's not like, which, pause, Borderlands is already kind of like Fallout 76. You don't have any dialogue trees with any characters. Right. So you just go to quest points and pick them up. Yeah, so it could, yeah. it, it is already 
kind of in that same vein. So it could work where you're just running around and there's different people in the world. Right. But I don't know. Borderlands is uh, Borderlands is Borderlands strength is on its storytelling and yes. its humor and I mean its gun and looting action. So yep. I just Ooh, I'm sure good. that I mean they've waited such a long time and none of the other Borderlands are a letdown despite right. me not liking pre sequel as much. So right. Welcome to episode 13. This is the Christmas episode. I hope you enjoyed that Christmassy intro. Uh, throughout this episode, this is this episode is going to be entirely different. It's going to be just a bunch of little segments um, that are transitioned by some of our old pals from our D&D campaign at ATBCon. And so you'll get to hear that. You'll get to uh, meet... <laughs> for lack of a better term, these people and these characters. Uh, but we just, we got an agenda, as we always do. An agenda. An agenda. We're going to force it on you. Yes. So <laughs> the last part of this little intro is, are two questions, Eric. We got to be okay. in the Christmas spirit. I'm ready. So, listeners, there are not really any Christmas board games. So, you know, kind of let that go. You can do the, talk about the Christmas advent calendar. My, I will talk about that in one sentence. I do not think it's a good idea because all it does is give you promos for games you don't have. That's my thoughts Boom. on it. So, anyway, I mean, you can do it if you want. Go for it. Seven. If you have a like a thousand game collection, you probably got them all. Yeah, yeah. But for people like Eric and I, who open a big be, waste of money, yeah, big waste of money. <laughs> anyway, so I've got two questions okay, for Christmas me. spirit. The first is, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, come along. Okay, which one? Just uh, the first one, or all of them kind of together? One and two. I, I would say, you know, I would say two then one. Is two the one where he's in New York? Yes. See, I it's been so long since I've seen them, so I just have little clips in my head, and obviously the whole "Merry Christmas, you filthy animals" with the Tommy gun right, and that, that was, stuff. Uh, mainly in the first one. Did a little oh. bit in the second one. Okay, that was. I always thought that was such a hilarious yep. like prank sort of deterrent to crime yeah. or whatever. I don't know. So fun fact about I think it is the second one. No, it's the first one where he gets the tarantula. Uh, okay. Mo what's it? Mori Marty. The Moriarty. I don't know. I just made that not up. Not Joe Pesci, the other bandit. Uh, gets the tarantula put on his face. Okay. He screams real loud. Yeah. In actual filming, he didn't scream a bit because it would scare the tarantula. And I always thought that was kind of fun. <laughs> Which, that's a good point. Yeah. But, Last thing you want to do is scare a tarantula right, on your face. that's on your face. <laughs> so. But anyways. Okay, so Home Alone. Uh-huh. It's, like I said, it's been a while since I've seen him. That's a pretty, uh, not obscure, but. No. Not an uncommon, that's a uncommon pick. No. You, you are wrong. An I uncommon do. pick? Yeah. No. No way. I don't I bet know. a lot of people would say Home Alone. Yeah, but you don't think of that as like Christmas movie. Yeah, you do. It's all, it's all about Christmas. Yeah, I guess. That's what it's about. But like, people are like, it's a wonderful life or these okay. Hallmark Christmas movies or whatnot. Nobody pick Hallmark Or the one that Christmas I'm about movie. to say, which is A Christmas Story. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... That's my that's favorite. That's a solid pick. For sure. Christmas, yeah. uh, Christmas Story, the whole... I've won an award, or like the leg yeah. lamp, which is that part, or just Ooh, the fragile, fragile. <laughs> just there's a lot of like moments, and that was my dad's favorite movie, uh -huh. and it spawned uh, something I'm going to talk about in the later episode, a tradition for my family growing up. So, oh boy. just the movie in general, the whole Red Rider BB gun, uh, the big 
redheaded bully. Yeah. <laughs> the the F word you could say. Uh, fudge. Just fudge. <laughs> just the whole movie. Eat, putting soap in your mouth. Did you ever get soap in your mouth? I don't okay. think so. My parents did it a few times and it was... I think they did it because they saw it in the movie and they're like, well, we don't know what to do, so we'll do this. <laughs> Wash your mouth out with soap. Yeah. So it happened a few times. I didn't get brain damage. I guess that was a blind. thing people... Didn't go blind. Oh, yeah. That was a thing people Have were... Have you seen the movie? Yes. <laughs> no, there were... Um, there was a... What I was referencing was a study that was done a while ago where it was like the people had a higher chance of getting like some sort of brain damage from doing that. And gotcha. The blindness is in the movie, of course, right. but... Yeah, the whole movie is great. It's just a classic. Did you ever see the second one? No. Well, I, I mean, obviously, it's one. not as good. Nothing. I mean, at that point, you're just trying to ride the coattails of yep. what already happened. So. Never as good. It was all right. It just wasn't the best. I also like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as far as like uh, just a family classic goes. Yep. I just love that one growing up, the little animals and characters. Mm -hmm. And then finally... This isn't, I'm not picking this. Mine is still going to be a Christmas story in the Rudolph. But the Christmas Chronicle has been pretty big on social media lately. Did you watch it? Yeah. Have I you? really enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> it was a surprise good movie. Yeah. Kurt Russell's fun. Oh, yeah. And just kind of the magic of it and everything. The only thing, and apparently I learned about this after I Googled this because I was annoyed by it. Rudolph does not appear in the film. Right. And then I was like, you know what? Rudolph doesn't appear in like any Christmas films. No, he doesn't. And the reason is because the family that owns him, well, one Rudolph was created as a marketing ploy for some department store way back in the 1900s, or I'm probably getting the dates wrong, but around then. So they hold onto the rights pretty, uh, pretty tightly. And right. so they don't let them, you know, people do it without paying for the rights. And so, why bother? Mm -hmm. So that's why Rudolph doesn't appear in any films. There was a little nod with like the front of the sleigh having like that red light or whatever. Yeah. But the movie as a whole is great. It's on Netflix, probably uh -huh. elsewhere. I think, Go. I think it's Netflix exclusive. Okay. Then Netflix exclusive. Go watch the Christmas Chronicle with your family this season. It's just, yep. it's a fun movie. Yep. So, all right. Next question. Okay. And this one, I... This is more for me, probably. But what is your favorite Christmas song? Ugh. That one, I don't know. I guess I've always liked... Uh... <laughs> you have to choose something. Yeah, I know. That's part of the game, Eric. I will say mine is... And this is not an unashamed plug... But I like Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. The Have Your Merry Yourself Little Christmas, whatever I just said. <laughs> that was butchered. Excuse me? At the beginning of the episode, and you'll hear it throughout, that is a recording from my band uh, that now no longer exists. But that was our recording. I am the one on the saxophone. I did some of the background vocals. Um, but And that's not why I like it. I just It's a very classy, sort of low-key, jazzy christmas song yeah and it's just peaceful calming like you think of like a scene in which the snow's coming down it's quiet because people are finally not driving um it's you know dark the christmas lights are going maybe there's a fireplace going and it just plays and you got your hot cocoa hot cocoa i'm the type of person i like those uh meat and cheese uh assortment packages <laughs> for the holidays <laughs> so and that's potato me. salad i yes. think i think i would go with mary did you know Mary, of, did you know? Yeah. That's the only part I know. That's yeah. your baby boy. <laughs> That's all I know. Just a 
It's a solid Who song. Who sings that? I Who wrote that originally? Not a clue. That's the thing with Christmas music. You just don't know. Nope. It could be anybody at this point. Do you know what the oldest Christmas song is? I heard this on the radio the, the other day. The oldest Christmas song? Yep. Uh, it's not Jingle Bells. No. It's so it'd have to be something you, like Silent Night or like. Give me a song and when you think the date is, or how how old do you think it is? What's the what is the full name of the song? The Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I would pick, but I have no idea. It's got to be old, and okay. it's probably not that. Or what? Uh, Fur Elise is that considered a Christmas song? Okay. What is it? You didn't even give me anything. I told you the Gloria song. Okay, how old do you think it is? I don't know. The, in these type of questions, it's always older than you think. Yeah. And it's always not the song you'd think. So, right. <laughs> so they're always trick questions. I'm just going to say it's a few hundred years old. Okay. So it's one of the ones you have on your list, Silent Night. Oh, dang it. And I think, it, I think they said on the radio it was 300 years old. So wow. that puts it early 1700s. <clears throat> Somewhere well, in there. And so to transition into that, that's old. That's but I old. like Silent Night. It was always uh it's always the fun one to sing caroling if you have people that can actually sing because you can do the harmonies, the split right. harmonies. But I like Silent Night. It's just once again kind of goes back to that have yourself a merry little Christmas. It's peaceful. I'm not a big into the super upbeat Christmas songs. Like yeah. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. <laughs> Michael Bublé's version is much better because it's not as peppy, I guess you could say. Yep. Don't hate me for that. Michael, I mean, Mariah Carey's is, is a great singer, but I like Michael Bublé's version. It's a little bit jazzier, classic big bandy, um, but not as uh, not as uh, just upbeat and peppy. So Right. All right, well, so yours was uh, just that uh, just that one, huh? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I like all Christmas songs. All Do ones. you listen to Christmas songs before uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, I try not to, but my wife. <laughs> it's always the women. That's yep. what they, my wife does the same. All yep. right. Well, uh, up first is, and what was it? Oh, man, I just listened to this. I just edited this. Andy. Yes. Up first is Sir Samuelson from the Har Festival. Oh, was that his name? <laughs> Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hello there, Wisdom for Wizards. It is I, Sir Samuelson, the paladin of our one and true god, Arathka. I'm here at this year's Har Festival trying to win a small pumpkin with a little purple leaf on it. I'm not sure why yet, but they seem to be all the rage this year. Just like last year, it was a little red pepper, and if I remember correctly, the year before that, it was about a blue turkey leg of some sort. Well, unfortunately this year, the competition's been a little stiff. First, I tried to make a friend and convince him to, let's say, lend me the pumpkin he had. That didn't work out very well, but then I came in second in a strength competition, which I still believe was fixed, but what can you do? After that, I had to be sneaky and try to avoid detection from a couple of vicious guard dogs. But with my uncanny animal handling skills, I just ended up making friends with them. So that didn't work out either. Maybe this year's just wasn't my year. What, with all these childs? 
those games and everything. I know if they would have had some real manly man's competitions like boxing or wrestling or, or something like that, I know I would have walked away with at least one or two or maybe all of those little pumpkins this year. Uh, oh no. There goes Dale again trying to put on a magic show. All he's doing is putting the crowd to sleep once again. You know, if only that were his trick, he'd be quite the magician. We all know his heart's in the right place, but his mind and magic just don't ever seem to be in sync at the same time. I, I like that little guy, but sometimes I think he's a little off in the head, that poor little fella. But I know there's a place for all of Arathka's creatures in this vast world. I just don't think he's found his calling yet. I better go over there and clap for him when, when he's done, just to give him a little bit of encouragement, keep his hopes up, so at least he keeps trying. Anyways, to Conniff and Eric and everyone out there in Wisdom for Wizards Land, this is Sir Samuelson, and may the gods of Arathka bless you this Christmas season, and I hope you have a happy new year. Make the All right, thank you, Andy, for that wonderful Christmas greeting in uh, Sir Samuelson's voice and, I guess, character. Yep. Uh, we won. I know, Eric, we talked about this in ATB Con recap episode, but we had a ton of fun doing the D&D stuff. So it's exciting to hear all these different uh, greetings from these characters that yep. <laughs> we got to run through Harvestival, so. All right, this segment, we want to talk about our top four wish list items on Amazon. And we're choosing Amazon because we both use Amazon for, you know, putting together Christmas lists or whatnot. So there are other things that you can't necessarily get on Amazon that we like, but for the sake of... Uh, simplicity. Simplicity, we're doing it this way. So uh, just list all four and then maybe a bit why you like them. So okay. we won't do one, one, two, two, you know. Just so, all at once. Yes, all at once, okay. Eric. You want me to go first? Of course. Okay. I have board games, movies, and other things. Well, anyways, uh, board games, top two that I really want Okay. is Terraforming Mars. <laughs> yep. And Brass uh, Lincoln. The dark shot? The dark one? The dark covered one? Yes. Oh, is that the one you played? Yes. Okay. That one. Uh I would, I'd be happy if, you know, I'm happy if I get anything, but I'd be really happy if I get one of those too. Uh, I also did put just a mountain of Shadows of Brimstone stuff. Like the extra stuff? Yeah. Cause, okay. So the reason I put all that on there is cannon fodder for the in-laws. Because I have four brothers-in-law, four brother-in-laws, no, three. Three brother-in-laws. <laughs> it's hard to keep track. Uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the in-laws, my parents, yada, yada. Okay. And, you know, about 20 bucks is all they got to spare. So I threw in a bunch of those little enemy little packs things, and stuff yeah. like that so that they could do that. Uh, movies. I was looking for all the Avengers superhero movies. Just trying to get could. the whole collection from, like, yeah, I mean, Iron Man 1 on. Right. So okay. I used to have all three Iron Men, and somebody took them. And I don't remember who, and they did not give them back. So <laughs> we've got a thief on this. We loose. do, but uh, that's yeah. always annoying. All those in like Blu-ray box sets, like Star Wars, Lord okay. of the Rings. You know, on the Star Wars topic, I'm waiting until they do one through three 
4 through 6, 7 through 9, with Rogue One, with Solo, and whatever else. All and just together. one giant box well, set. Well, the problem is it's never going to be complete because there's, there's going to be Star Wars films yes, forever. But because they are kind of saying goodbye to the whole Skywalker era. So that's going to be it. That's what that's I think the they will do a box set for that. And you, you cannot include a Skywalker era box collection without Rogue One. Right. Without Solo. Oh. What was the other one? There wasn't another one. No, not yet. Wow. Um, you would think a huge Star Wars fan such as myself would yeah. be on top of that, but whatever. Come so, on. yeah, so that's kind of my concept with that. And then uh, the last thing I'm kind of hoping for is maybe some Bass Pro gift cards. I always seem to get a handful of those. Okay. There's always good stuff to get there. So Yeah, okay. Well, my four are Scythe, the Rise of Fenris. I need it to just complete out Scythe. I'll probably end up needing the legendary you, you box. Need the box. Yeah. Then. And then Foam Core, what have you. But um, lots of people have said they've had fun with Rise of Fenris. And, I mean, it's more Scythe, and Scythe is great. So there's that. Next, Clank in Space Apocalypse, which is the first expansion for Clank in Space. And... I don't I've not really looked into it that much. It's just kind of like I know I like the base game and so, I want to get more mileage out of it, so well, I'm gonna get, get the expansion. More. Yeah. What about um, the clanks like spider and gold or whatever? That's only for the right. regular clank. Yeah. Don't you have that too? No. Oh. You have regular clank. Well, I have maybe in space. I want it then. So you probably do. <laughs> okay. So Clank in Space Apocalypse. I do know it adds cards that kind of uh you add black cubes to throughout. So instead of just putting those off to the side, they now do something, which hmm. I, I think can be good or bad depending on the card, but well, I don't know. go either way. Yeah. yeah. So that released in August. So I'm a bit behind, but yeah. that's, it's, it's cheap. Like you said, cannon fodder. So mm -hmm. there you go. Yep. Um, next up, Terraforming Mars. We've talked about Terraforming Mars plenty yep. in the past few episodes. There's not much more to say. It's just a solid game. Um, that's the only like, full game that I realistically have on my list because I have like Pitch Car or like Spirit Island but those are more because of the price and just they're not high on my priority those list. Those are ones you're depending on Courtney for. <laughs> yeah and, and she nice. already uh, her Christmas gift to me was ATB Con so oh. I'm okay with that. Well slam duck. Yeah um, and then finally but certainly not least is the Blu-ray version or Blu-ray box set of Avatar The Last Airbender. If you've never seen the show and you're more of an adult listener you might be like well that looks kind of like a kid's show and you're not wrong nope. but throughout the three seasons that there are they're called books the material is very mature or can be for a wide range of audiences yep. but overall it's excellent cartoon animation and cartoon storytelling like the character development is through the roof you have some impeccable voice actors and a little like uh knee slapping humor throughout the whole yes. thing but all you need to know is that mark hamill voices the big bad guy oh he does you That'd need be... nothing nothing more the, the <laughs> yeah. fire lord the fire lord ozai is yeah. uh mark hamill and is it ozai? that last yeah the last because what it was a two episode finale for this three for the or series. four okay yeah it was long Every single one of those is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. So, if you yeah. ever look up Avatar lists, like, what are the, the top or the episodes ranked in order? Yeah. Those four are always within, like, the top ten, but yeah. sometimes within the top five. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> it's, it's like four episodes of Aang fighting the and, Fire Lord. Yes, and let this be a lesson to all people who want to push out, like, TV show content. Not that any of those people are listening, but if you're going to do a show 
that's multiple seasons, do one overarching story because that is what brings people back and back and back to your story. Yep. You know, you end on the fir- you end the first season with some sort of minor arc, but there's still that big overarching uh, thing looming overhead. You end the second season on some huge sort of cliffhanger, which is what Avatar did. And then book the final season is just, you know, it's yeah. like a rocket blast, like just yep. at full speed. So it was awesome. Yeah. So that's my four. Um, we'll do that again. Rise of Fenris, Clank in Space, Apocalypse, Terraforming Mars, Avatar, Last Airbender. That's just kind of what we've got on our Christmas list in 2018. So, all right. Next up is the one and the only Dale from Harvestival, <laughs> Jordan Hopper. Away. Well, howdy, y'all. This is Dale. I'm out here at the Horror Festival, and I just want to wish a Merry Christmas to them there Wisdom for Wizards guy. Tell you what, I could use some of that there wisdom, because I'm a wizard, and people keep telling me I'm not very sharp. Hey, I'm I'm just a simple wizard here, just trying to win some of these games here at the Horror Festival. I, I put on a fancy show with my fancy magics, and oh, man, it was something else. You, sh- you should have seen it. Anyways, like I was saying, happy holidays and, uh, and a Merry Christmas to, uh, to Conniff and uh, Eric over there with Wisdom for Wizards. Here we are, as in olden days, oh happy golden days. You know, Dale, <laughs> Dale's a special kind of guy. He really is. He spent the most of the time we were playing okay just trying to do harm to his fellow party he was he was a detriment to their overarching goal kind of made you wonder whose side he was on but if he was not the funniest person in that party then you right know, it was it was a blast so yep. anyway, so okay. what's, what is this segment about eric uh, this little, two years wow. ago last last year one year ago i wrote <sighs> so a list ago over on reddit that gained a lot of traction about the unconventional christmas list for board gamers okay what does that mean so normally i mean you heard our list they were pretty pretty simple we want board games right but a lot of people who own just mountains of board games (laughs) like a handful of people that are probably listening and you know sheepishly looking at their shelves right now that are just looming overhead ready to fall right over i mean what do you get them you can't really get them more board games also it's and i think part of what your whole point was it's kind of dangerous to be like i'm gonna get you a board game because all of a sudden someone's gotten you like you know cards against humanity and you're like right okay so (laughs) i wrote a list of things that people you know probably want but don't think about it off the top of their head okay so let's hear it getting straight to it uh item number one token dishes so i bought myself okay about 15 salsa dishes uh like little bowls yep little tiny you know single serving salsa bowls uh at target clearance for 50 cents a pop and they have been amazing uh, token dishes, and that's why I bought them, was for bits and pieces on the table. And you know what? In that vein, I mean, 50 cents, that's mm-hmm. nothing. Yep. I mean, for no. a board gamer, that's, yeah. that's nothing. Yeah. That's an easy gift, stocking stuffer even. Exactly. But 
there are companies out there that do those sorts of things, making nice premium wooden quality dishes right or those type of boxes that type of stuff so i mean the you run the gambit on like how much you cheap spend yeah. and yeah right. high dollars so yep okay uh so that was item number one pro tip if you get them clear better uh so you can see what's inside mine are uh dense Burgundy, red yeah maroon you can't see yeah. through them so uh, i mean it's not that big a hassle but you gotta actually look inside to see what's yep. in the bit sometimes okay anyways uh up next plano boxes Lord knows that a bunch of games. How many use... games do you have that use those? Would you say? Uh, Shadows of Brimstone for sure. Yeah. When I had Eclipse, yes. Uh, Scoville, I do. Okay. What one. about Rum and Bones? I thought you did for that, but uh, I made a phone core for that. So okay. I had a bunch that I did before I started using phone core. Okay. Uh, Dead of Winter, when I had it, I had one in there. Uh, I mean. Uh, there's probably more games that I just forgot. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so the Plano boxes, just little organizer boxes, are always always a solid uh, solid bet. Yeah. So when people think of those, like for beads or other crafting type Maybe stuff, but fishing yeah. lures, fishing lures. But yeah, no, they make great you know great gifts for gamers, especially for people who you may know that don't. Uh, if you play games with them, that they don't always. Yeah. You know upgrade their components i mean all of a sudden they've got a plano box for dead of winter yeah <laughs> there's there, a thousand components in dead of winter a thousand little baggies in a box oh, yeah maybe they could use a plano especially a bunch of them cube pushers yeah um, you, you cube pushing people this up, is the no cube zone that's right shout out to andy england <laughs> ah, we're doing it <laughs> we're not stealing your idea ah, don't come worry on. no uh, up next, wooden inserts. Uh, you could get those from big places like Broken Token or uh, just hop on over on Etsy mm-hmm. and search there. And Lord knows there's hundreds of different people. And arguably now, of course, it's kind of like the Wild West, but arguably better quality than some of the Broken Token ones. Right. So, so uh, uh, those are always solid. Kind of goes, kind of X's out Plano boxes, but... Depends on how much you want to spend, I guess. Yeah. Uh, up next, uh, a learn to paint kit. So Reaper Miniatures offers a $30 kit on Amazon. Okay. Brushes, paints, and a couple minis, and uh, a booklet of techniques. Oh, really? So if somebody is... It has expressed interest uh, yeah, in painting. Yeah, or maybe they have a lot of games with minis that they want to, that they've been saying they want to learn to paint whatever yeah 30 bucks on amazon's nothing no um that's not bad no no it's not make you probably want to make sure those people are the type of people that want to give that a try or have said they want to right because if if you're listening you're going to get me a gift personally don't buy me that because that's why i have (laughs) eric so (laughs) all right but uh also that could turn into a uh profitable hobby which it has done for me yeah that's true good enough people will pay you a lot of money to do uh, their stuff for you. Up next, a gaming mat. Everybody. Huh, yeah. I didn't think about that really. Yeah. Everybody wants the nice little neoprene table topper. Uh, so why not hook them up with one? You can get pre-cut, pre-designed ones uh, a la Fantasy Flight X-Wing mats or whatever. Oh, there's all sorts of companies online that do it too. Yes. So. And uh, you can also buy made-to-fit uh, full-length table size from fabric 
Outfitters. Oh, really? Uh, I'm thinking about that. Josh has one that's for his exact, table. Yeah, the exact okay. size of his table, and that's pretty nice. So, uh, uh, game mat. And they, I mean, you can find all sorts of designs, or some companies let you put your own design on it. Yes. So maybe uh-huh. someday I'll go get one, like a, a Magic the Gathering sized one, and put our logo on it but there you go whenever but yeah so i mean think magic the gathering play mats but they make them for board games you can use some of those maybe two player magic the gathering ones for some board games so yep great gift yep uh yeah they're just nice to have make playing games a little bit easier on a hard table especially dice rolling so yep and picking up cards and yep. nonsense like that up uh, next uh, if you're feeling crazy and you want to feed the addiction you could back a kickstarter for your <laughs> For your board game friend. <laughs> it seems a bit sketchy, but... Yeah, yeah, well, it was on the list. It's kind of like the crate-type uh, concept. They yeah. don't know that they're getting a game, and all of a sudden they've got a shipping notification because you use their email, and they're like, what is this? And they're yeah. like, your copy of this is coming, so... Yep, so yeah. that would be cool. Um, up next, we got some little itty-bitty things. Ooh, excuse me. Uh, stocking stuffers, if you will. <laughs> uh, metal coins... Oh, yeah. it's a good one. Uh, plus, any board gamer likes to, you know, drop a burgundy sack of uh, just pot metal coins on the table. Nothing like showing off like that. But anyways, uh, that's always a good thing. You can buy metal coins from your favorite publishers, probably. Mm-hmm. Or, for your games. Or, for uh, certain games, too, yeah. Or you can just get on Amazon and, gosh, they have generic ones like yeah, crazy. they got all sorts of stuff. Uh, if your uh, gamer is a painter already, you could hook them up with new paintbrushes. Uh, Windsor and Newton Series 7 yeah. are the best, in my opinion. They're some of the ones that are best quality and they're easy to paint with uh, that I've tried so All right. far. I'm going to stop you because with the power of editing, I can... I, we're, I'm going to go take care of my child that is screaming in the background, but you will never know because we will be back as soon as something happens, like a snap. So hold on one second. Like Thanos. enjoyed that saxophone solo where were we (laughs) we were i gotta check uh we were at paintbrushes uh windsor and newton also if uh if they're into painting a brush cleaner masters brush cleaner okay is a uh, solid choice as well um next i'm not personally for this but i know some people are we got meeples and meeple accessories so I know a lot of people uh, shop. What is it? Meeple Resource, Meeple Source, 
Meeple Realty, or is that a Instagram account? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Meeple Source is that place where you can get custom meeples for certain games or, like uh, Scythe or uh, Top Shelf Gamer does that too. Okay. Where yep. the yeah the resource tokens for Scythe. Yep. Uh, so uh, yeah. So you're not into that. I'm not gonna go buy a custom set of meeples for something. Are you? What? Yeah, but you bought like the realistic resources. Well, that's not. That was straight from Stonemeyer. Oh. So, but you're not gonna group those two together. I guess we could. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't. It's kind of the same vein. Yeah. Like there are upgraded components out there beyond just coins for different games. So. Right. So yes. Yeah. Okay. Fine. We'll group them together. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyways, so that's an idea. Uh, last but not least, you could get some nerdy decorations, pop the Funko Pop figures, oh, your, yeah. uh, your Todd McFarlane toys. Oh, because a lot of those people, like gamers, their shelves are kind of like a you like know a display. A display. Piece. Yeah, yep. and so you've got anything from action figures to yep. you know old games and shrink and yep. Funko Pop things i have uh eric got me a handsome jack action figurine it's a mcfarlane todd mcfarlane toy whatever that means yes oh my gosh <laughs> do i look like i know what that you is? should why what is that todd mcfarlane he's uh you, i hear creator. mcfarlane i think of uh you think of family guy yeah yeah Seth no, McFarlane. other guy he, okay he was a comic book uh artist he he created Spawn as his notable uh, okay. uh, achievement, but he is also the, I guess, the lead, the CEO of McFarland Toys, and they make all the hyper-realistic uh, okay. action figures, <laughs> but uh, he's done a bunch of other stuff. He's done a lot of art and fantasy, and I think he's wrote some fantasy novels, Okay, too. But anyways, <laughs> he's kind of a big deal. Well, you know me. I don't know any big deals. Apparently not. <laughs> okay, so so that's all. Also, to go back to the Etsy comment, there are a lot of people that do different things on Etsy. I yes. know Eric does like his painting and other D and D stuff, but like Andy England, who we've talked about, he does rolling skulls, which is like custom dice trays. So yep. there's something like if you have a gamer who's big into D and D. Maybe get them a dice tray with a logo, a logo, a logo <laughs> that they like on it. Yeah. Although, oh, yeah. How, how do you avoid uh, season desist from that type of stuff? I mean, you just kind of hope it doesn't happen, or I don't know. You know. We're not giving you legal advice here. I've got one season desist. Yeah, you mentioned once for uh, Simpsons. That's right. So yeah. okay. Well, um, we've and, covered that. Well, Andy said he got one too for yeah. something, wasn't Brute. it? Uh, okay. And that was for, but was it was a still from the movie, right? right? So maybe if you're using like a logo that you can find all over the internet, like sports stuff or, um, yeah, it's hard to say Star Wars related things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, dice trays aren't a bad idea. Yeah. Check him out on Etsy, Rolling Skulls. Yep. Um, he, I mean, his dice trays are phenomenal. So yep. we have some. They are nice. Yes. So anyway, that wraps it up for games. No, I had a. I had a name on this segment in, in my show notes, and now I'm realizing it doesn't make sense. So, gifts for gamers. That's what it was. Games for gamers, yeah. Games for gamers. Yep. All right. Uh, next next up is the old Loki Thor from Heart Festival. If the Lord This is Loki Thor, your favorite bard, coming at you loud and clear from the Harvestival in Thornwall, where there are no thorns on the wall. Oddities are afoot here. As we entered the town, we witnessed something odd. 
The gatekeeper slipped an item of some sort into the pouch of the orc in front of us. We followed him into town and tried to figure out what it was. We stopped to talk to him and found out he was here to sell his famous pumpkin ale. While Rendemir tried to work out a deal for some of this ale to fill his pack, I thought I'd check out the merchant's sack. Not exactly sure what I was looking for, all I could find was his old family recipe for the ale. Unfortunately, this was the worst will I've ever had. The only good use for it is in the jetpack. We wandered into town for the various competitions where sadly I got bested by Dale. That's what I get for taking on a wizard in a magic show. I should have tried for the obstacle course instead. I hope I have better luck at the upcoming Frostival. Speaking of, I'd like to take this time to wish Michael, Eric, and all you wizards out there a very Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. Shining star upon the Thank you, Ryan, for that uh, wonderful Christmas greeting and rundown of how you lost to Dale at the magic or whatever competition. Um, no, yeah, like I said, we've had a lot of fun with these guys. Uh, we had a lot of fun at the D&D thing. So next up, uh, the second to last little blurb segment part, whatever you want to label it, is just kind of your Christmas traditions and memories. Um I will, I mean, we'll just bounce it back and forth, like just talk show radio, right? Okay. And so the first thing that I think of because of last year with Christmas time is for whatever reason, the rest of the year, I don't ever get the urge to play the Ascension board game Christmas, uh, the I, the app. Okay. It's not Christmas, but because I found out about it last year and when I was at uh, my in-laws for Christmas last year and they all take naps like all the time. I cannot. I just sat and played Ascension. So around this time of year, I'll just sit in a chair, load up Ascension on my phone, play it, lose, win. I don't know. You know, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm bad at it. I was going to say, do you play it because you're at the in-laws the whole time? And that's kind of funny. That That's why. <laughs> no, it's because, well, yes, but I'm not at the in-laws this year and I still get the urge. Like at work, if I'm on a break, uh -huh. I'll play it. Yeah. Um, no, they just slept all the time. And so I would just... Uh, play it <laughs> i had nothing else to do read books too but like yeah so like this time of year it's great for games because you're with family and whatnot but if you can slink away some time it's nice to you know get out and do your own little app games or whatnot play solo games but yeah. mm -hmm. um i mentioned earlier during christmas story that there was something in that movie that spawned a tradition for my family let's hear it and that is getting chinese food on christmas oh yeah so we I don't even know what we did before time. I you know, I I wasn't old enough to remember. My brain doesn't go back that far. Yeah. But we would always go to Chinese on Christmas. Huh. Um it's one, it's like the only thing open. Right. Two, I do think it was because my parents were heavily influenced from that movie. You know, they're <laughs> like and they love Chinese food, both my parents. Yeah. And fun little fact, both my mom and my dad were missionaries to China back in like the eighties. Okay. So for whatever reason, they've got some sort of connection to China. It's a trip down memory lane <laughs> yeah. for them. Well, which, I mean, how Chinese are Chinese restaurants anyway. But, right. <laughs> but yeah, so getting Chinese food on Christmas with, you know, a lot of those meals are geared towards big family uh, style stuff. So it fits. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's... Uh, it's tasty. That's Who fine. doesn't like Chinese food? Right. Really, so. Yep. All right. What have you got? Uh, Christmas traditions. So... We would always do all of our stuff on Christmas Eve. And 
Okay, so did I. So did my family. So, Mom, I'm throwing my stuff right in here, too. Yep. Yep. So, I never... I let, let me rephrase that. I don't can't remember a time I opened presents on Christmas morning. Really? Yeah, we just did it all huh. Christmas Eve, which was fine with me. It was just more time to play with all my junk. But <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. We did that. Also, my parents, my dad, liked to hide gifts. Okay. On me, so they would give, on you. No, he would just hide them <laughs> like a magician. House. Yes, he'd just pull them out of. Everywhere he could. Under my oh, arm. look behind your ear. A oh new bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No. Wow. He's a real magician. He so, needs to teach Dale a thing or two. Yeah, right? he does. <laughs> so he would give me one. I would get one gift. Okay. And on it was a clue. So I'd open the gift and there was a clue that would lead me to the next one. And so it was a scavenger hunt all around the house. How, how intense did he make these? I mean, it wasn't terrible. I was, you know, a kid. Okay, so I could so, figure him out. So I have a story about this exact thing. Okay. Last year... I got Courtney and I watch Apple watch, whatever they're uh, called Yeah. with uh, money. I made from doing voiceovers. I have never <clears throat> seen you wear one. I don't have one. Oh, I got her one. Oh, okay. That was her a secret Christmas gift. Okay. Go on. So I, I hid it. I wrapped it right uh-huh. in its box and I hid it in the castles of mad King Ludwig Ludwig box because one, that box is just air with all plastic baggies and I put the baggies elsewhere, you whatever. Could use an insert. Yes, I could. <laughs> So anyway, I hit it there, but I led clues. I mean, it was like a seven to 10 clue scavenger hunt nice. for this thing. I was uh-huh. like, I'm going to make you work for it. And it wasn't easy either. Like, I think the initial one was she opened a present and it was a huge box. And at the very end, it was like maybe and it was all cryptic stuff like, yeah, go check under the reindeer's toilet, which was a, a little what do you call those? Like a a cryptic clue because our toilet had the like the reindeer cushion or whatever on the lid that type of thing like a rudolph okay thing and so i had like if you uh removed it from the top there was a sticky note with the next clue in there and then i think i sent her to somewhere else like where music is made which was our little piano music section and there was a clue behind one of the guitars or all i know is all these clues like led to five different magic cards and on those cards i had circled letters and you had to put them in order to spell out mad king ludwig or something oh gosh and so then from there she had to go to the box open it up and there was the gift but yeah i went i made her work for it and she was pretty surprised did she have fun oh yeah yeah those those are always it doesn't matter how old you are that's fun oh yeah um has he done it to you as an adult I guess you're not really there, right? So yeah, I'm yeah. an adult, so no, you had that. You don't get yet. to have fun, Eric. You're an adult. <laughs> no, <laughs> you have to do it to your no. daughters. Are you going to do that? Oh yeah, sure. It'll be fun. Yeah. Once they can figure it out, I might try it with Kate this year. See if she can do some simple clues. She's hmm. a pretty smart kid. We'll see. Uh, next kind of tradition uh, also has to do with hiding presents. My dad hid presents in plain sight, like. December 1st, he would put a present unwrapped in, in the living room. And I rare, I never like what? stumbled across him. So, because how would you not notice that? The first one, you ready for this? Okay, I guess. You just said, how would you not notice that? Yeah. Now I'm going to look like an idiot because he said that. <laughs> the first one <laughs> was an entire set of golf clubs and a golf bag. Well, how old were you? Oh. 12, 13. That was middle okay. school. Okay. 
So did you not? How? It was in the corner of the room, corner of the living room. I've seen your house. It's not like. Okay, where all the bookcases were. Which one? The the big room with all the bookcases. Yeah. It was in the corner to the left. The room wasn't finished. Now those book, some of the bookcases were there. Okay. Uh, we added that part on, but uh, over in the corner, he just draped a sheet over it, and I never okay considered maybe that. But I mean, it it wasn't it was out of place. Uh, but anyways, I but never. Were saw you it. very much like a your like don't touch your father's things? No. Okay. No. Because for me, that might have worked because that's how we were. Like, this is your dad's area. Don't touch anything unless he lets you or no, tells you you can. No. there. Were, I guess there's a few things, but pretty much I could look at anything I wanted. But when my parents would leave me home alone, I would go hunting for my gifts. Oh, and they're yeah. sitting right there. I can't guy. believe it. And then, uh, How do you not notice this? I was pretty embarrassed when he just goes <laughs> to over there in the corner, take off the sheet. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I feel me. like I have a story like that, but I don't, I don't remember. And then uh, like the next one, too. he gave me the original Call of Duty back on Xbox. This is the next one I can remember. Uh, just tucked it in the middle of the Christmas tree. Just put it <laughs> and then he up, goes up and in the branches. And like, yep, right oh. in the middle. I mean, you could see it plain as day looking head on. But That's funny. Never, never even considered looking. Huh. So, anyways, that's about the only ones I can think of. <laughs> How do you not notice golf clubs? Uh, I told you. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't really have a ton more. Like, the Chinese food is a big one. Like, we love Chinese food, and we'd just go and get it on Christmas, and that was, we'd go to a nicer one instead of, like, just the oh, to run of the middle of the fast food? Yeah. All right. Um, but, so, like you, we opened all of our stuff on Christmas Eve, and it was, like, a weird, like... It started out everything Christmas morning, and then sometime when I was a kid, we just kept adding more and more to Christmas Eve until for a few years, we would open everything on Christmas Eve because then we could sleep in on the day. We'd do our stockings on Christmas Day, but you'd sleep in, you know, dinner would be made when everyone could eat it or not dinner but uh breakfast would be made when someone was awake to make it, that type of thing. Um but then that yeah, it gave us all day to just kind of play around with the junk oh there's my first yawn on uh, on Uh, there play around with all junk but courtney's family they were the opposite they would keep waking up early and earlier and earlier growing up i guess Uh on christmas till finally they had to cut them off at 5 (laughs) a.m so now it's tradition that everyone wakes up at 5 a.m to open presents on christmas and when i go over there i'm like I don't even care about presents right now. I just want to sleep. Right. So, so my in-laws are the opposite. They, her brothers are bums. They sleep. They will sleep all day if you let them. Like they'll sleep till two in the afternoon. Well, yeah, that's how I was once upon a time. Yeah. Uh, so when we go to their house to open presents, okay, we don't start till maybe about ten. Okay. And then it's there is there's four kids. Each one's married now, so that's four spouses for eight. There's mom and dad, so that's ten. Oh, and then there's say. three kids for one, three kids for another. That's sixteen, <laughs> and then we have two, so that's eighteen people plus two aunts, so that's twenty people, each buying one present for everyone else. So 20 times 20 is however many gifts that is. 200? I don't know, 400? I don't know. I don't know. Math is hard. 2 times 2, 400. Yeah, that's what it is. So it takes hours 
to open presents. And it is, it's ridiculous. And it's not like everybody's spending hundreds, like everybody spends maybe five bucks on each other. Okay. And it is just awful. (laughs) Like I dread opening presents over there. It takes all day and I'm just tired of it. We, and well, the worst part is, let me finish this and I'll be done. They watch everybody Mm -hmm. open their gift. You can't just rip open everything. You have to watch everyone open it oh so slowly oh i'm so excited thank you and someone is writing it down for thank you notes (sighs) yes that's my family with five people it was still a long thing it is awful we would go in age order so first would be daniel then it would be karen then it would be me then my mom then my dad and we'd have to wait till they were done when my kids are old enough we're doing all the kids at once and then while they're off playing with games, then the adults are going to do something. Yep. I'm not, I'll, I'll figure out a way to keep track of it so people can thank people, but I am not sitting there for three hours opening gifts. That's going to be 30 minutes. That's tops. what we're doing now. The kids open theirs first. Once they're done, it's like, next room, get out of here. Okay. Let's yeah, play. now we'll do ours. Now the adults yeah. go. So that's one tradition that I am happy to nix from Ugh. my uh, existence. So, <laughs> God. I'll suffer it for you. And I don't remember what we did last year for Courtney's family, but I think it was a little bit kind of a hybrid or something in between. But anyway, yeah. Christmas traditions, if you have them, uh, send us a message just telling us what you think. I mean, we post stuff on social media about this episode, or I will, or something. Um, yeah, just let us know your thoughts on christmas traditions stuff you do maybe you play games with your family uh i don't know just that's what eric and i do it's huh no not games i mean this was what we do and we just you know it's just all about family and hanging out and um you know sharing in each other's uh, company for the holidays so all right finally we've got the Ryan Freshman, whose character was named Rendemir. Rendemir. Owing on the highest bar, knowing how yourself a merry little Christmas. More mead, please! You there! Get me more mead! Coming right up, sir. Oh, hello there. You've discovered I, Rendemir, the hero of this story. Every story needs a hero, and in this one it is I, the barbarian Rendemir. Much to tell of Harvestival. We entered the city, feats of strength, carnival games, villains. You know, the typical story. Us barbarians, we just charge in and we charge to victory, and in this story it was no different. I lit my rocket boosters filled with mead, jumped across roofs, chased the villain down, and we were victorious, and now we are here in Harvestival to celebrate. They've given us these purple and orange pumpkins. I don't know what they do, but we won. We are victorious. That is what we barbarians do. But it is I today, the humble barbarian, that wishes you adieu, that wishes the wisdom for wizards, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Thank you, Ryan Freshman, for that wonderful Christmas greeting. Once again, a lot of fun getting to game with you guys. For all of you listeners, go check out Across the Board because really you don't want to miss ATB Con. Like, it's just a lot of fun. 
and uh, they said that they had 48 out of the 50 attendees. That oh. was their the slots. I guess that's they only had two people or two spots open left. Um, and you know, if you listen to them, they'll they'll talk about it. Uh, they, like they said, their episode is out on their recap and everything. Um, but it's it's just a lot of fun. It's not like the big conventions where there's thousands of people and you're swarmed. You are playing games, and that's the purpose for you being yep. there. So, um, but yeah, so. 2018, Eric, was quite the year. Yes. There was a lot that happened for me personally. Yeah. For you personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, this podcast, for one, never thought for that we'd one. be at 13 episodes. What? Especially in the summer when uh, it got real busy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of didn't record for like two months. What? But No. Um, but I'll go first. Okay. Just with some good memories. Obviously, ATB Con. Oh, you dirty dog. Well, I, I mean, gonna say we're that. both going to talk about it, I'm sure. But we, I... We don't need to talk about it anymore, do we? No, probably not. But um, <laughs> you've heard our thoughts, listeners. So, But I got to take three months off at the beginning of 2018. I still can't believe this. I'm happy that I get to do it again for this next baby. So, But what I wanted to say about that is it, it really... Uh, it opens up your eyes to what your wife does day to day. Yeah. <laughs> Taking care of a baby. But beyond that, I got to bond with my son and uh, I just hang out, get to, you know, interact with him. In six months, it was when we I did it. He's about six months old or something or at the beginning. And they change a lot in three months time. And so that was cool to watch and actually get to see it because I was there every day and Oh, excuse me, spending time with him. So on top of that, like, it's just a different world when you don't have work obligations. You sit there, I played a a ton of video games. um, (laughs) But yeah, so just a lot of little things, but definitely ATB Con doing this podcast. We miss Rippy. I've texted him every once in a while and he will get back to me like a week and a half later or something. So what about you, Eric? Uh, let's see. Thankful for this year. Uh, I had a child born as well and she was in 2018. Oh, I guess not. It was November <laughs> last year. I was going to say, I was like, she just turned one. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, she grew up this year. <laughs> yes. And it like, like he said, or, you know, I said about mine, they really change in a year. So, yes. yeah. So that was great. She was a, holy terror for the first three months but she's uh she's an awesome baby now <laughs> and uh so that was fun uh going to geekway every oh, year yes as far as board game related items uh this year i had two other friends come and it was just a blast probably the best memory two good memories we have from that was wanting to throw empires of the void 2 into the fire <laughs> And then winning it, or one of you winning <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and then uh, my buddy Keenan actually won it in the play and win, so it was it was like a, oh, what is that, like the monkey's paw or something, you can't, you throw it away and it just follows you home. The monkey's chain or ball, I don't know, yeah. Paw, paw. I don't know. Uh, anyways. I don't know those fancy so little it was, it was like that, something. And then uh, the other notable event from that was we played Tortuga when we were slap happy tired <laughs> one night. And we just had a blast. Just all, how many were there? Five, six of us just talking like pirates back and forth. And oh my goodness, it was, it was one of those you had to be there, obviously. But it was, it was a great memory that we had with uh, the five of us and maybe six. I don't remember. But anyways, it's hard um, to remember. Yeah. So Geekway is always a lot of fun. 
Uh, also, ATPCon was a blast. Um, they did a great job for the first kind of get-together like that, and obviously Mike and I look forward to uh, the next one. Oh, yeah. And uh, the last item I had uh, I was thinking about in 2018, I found a few new uh, friends locally that uh, I game with on Xbox now. So that, really? Yeah, that was kind of cool. Uh, a buddy that I used to play Gears 3 with a long time ago. Okay. And him and his brother-in-law, who are both in my... Well, he was in his brother-in-law and now is in my Sunday school class. Okay. Uh, once upon a time, we used to game together, and now I found out the two of them are playing Gears 4 a lot. Huh. So I, I did see you on Gears the other night. I happen to have it, and we do Horde mode uh, every other week or once a week or so. Huh. So, Which, you need to get that. You'd love it. Trust me. <laughs> I know. I'm my am way behind on game acquisition. Trust me. Which leads me into my point. This year, I really slowed down my acquisitions for board games. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Just not that I... I did play a lot less this year than last year, um, which that's obviously due to having a baby. Uh, but Dang kids. I know, dang kids. But... Overall, I feel myself, I've personally matured a lot in that I don't, I just, I don't need the next best thing. There are a lot of good games that I have on my shelf and I wanted to kind of play some of those or uh, the ones I did pick up, I had been looking at for a while. I might, you know, may have made a few like spontaneous decisions, but who yep. doesn't? But, right. but yeah, overall, I feel like my collection has not grown as much. Um definitely more expansions mm-hmm. and so that's been that's been fun i'd have played a lot of video games this year compared to the previous year but it's just i'm able to reconnect with people from all over the country like old friends and whatnot and eric and i can do stuff yep. um you know when it's not always feasible for one of us to drive to the other's house for games and and whatever so yeah yeah so overall just a slower year Maybe a bit more peaceful of a year. I'm, I'm with you there, and I'm happy. I'm happier now. Like, I actually was looking at my shelf thinking what I can take to Geekway to sell. Yeah. Uh, and I was picking out a lot of games. I'm like, yeah, get rid of that. And, you know, we, we've we been in the Instagram game for, like, at least me since very early 2015. So that's going on four years now. Mm-hmm. And back then... It was not all about the hype and the newest of the new like it is now. Like, just truthfully, it was focused on, hey, that game looks cool. Oh, yeah, it's, like, been out for a while, but, like, we love playing this, that type of stuff. And that's how I found out about, like, Five Tribes. Yep. I don't know how I found Wiz War, but, like, that type of stuff. It was just all about games that people were playing. And there was a bit of, like, the new stuff, like when uh, Dead of Winter came out or Blood Rage. But... Yep. Um, for the most part, like nowadays, I mean, just advertising. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like Eric and I, we've, we've done this long enough. We notice the trends. If we post photos of new games, like the hotness, those get more likes than old games. Right. Just hands down. So except for seasons, seasons never fails to get a ton of, uh, traffic on Instagram. I don't know (laughs) why, but it does. And I'm glad that people like seasons. That's a 20... 12 game i think game, so yeah. yeah yeah it's a great game yeah you know i've i've pumped my brakes on instagram too that's been a 
2018 thing is i've you know i've cooled my jets on that i was yeah. trying to push followers and all that like ooh, let's grow but now i'm just like yeah if we and i will take the time if you follow us on instagram we thank you because yeah. we like i said we're not gonna be about the the newest of the new what is you know the hype and all that stuff the news right. because to us that's not what's important what's important is the people who play the games like right. getting together and play it um whatever if it's an old game if it's like Catan, you know it's then who cares it's about who you're playing with and having a good time with them and yep. so that's kind of what our stuff is going to show or that's kind of what we do eric is all about painting whatever yep. um, but my stuff like yeah like I will have posted recently about the new games I get because I'm getting Kickstarter games. Um, but I'm also, you know, when I get expansions, I'll post those. But for the most part, we're not posting every single day. We're not trying to be, you know, the go-to source for what's new and whatnot. We're right. just out there to show you when we play games and, you know, how much fun we had doing it. So, yep. Uh, and so a big thing about 2018 is all the people we've met or talked to over the course of the year, whether Geekway or, uh, you know, like designers, you talked to that one guy with the zoo space zoo game. Oh yeah. Um, but like ATB con, a lot of the, our listeners that are up in Omaha that we got to meet and talk with. Um, but overall, like the, the best part has just been talking with, and sharing in the joy of board games with people, like whether comments or whatnot. And so that's yep. all that matters, really. So That's right. So big, uh, big thank you to all of you. Definitely a big thank you to Ryan and Dan from across the board, because just kind of from bouncing ideas off of their head, if the Brawling Brothers are kind of their board game or uh, podcast Big Brother, they're kind of like our podcast Big Brother and just... Uh, they paved the way or they'd already done it and we kind of got to uh pick their brains on how to best go about this but yeah, yeah. so i don't know i think that's <laughs> i think that's it i can't think of anything else i know i think we're gonna take a month off i think okay. we need like a vacation <laughs> where are we gonna go Oh, I wish somewhere <laughs> not cold, right? Yeah, and somewhere not Missouri well, weather. Fifty degrees, fifty-five out right now. It's nice. Know, not last night. Last night no. it was snowy or not snowy, but foggy, rainy, and dark, which yeah. made delivering terrible. Yep. But yeah, so we'll uh, we'll be back either late January or very early February, um, which is uh, will be a year anniversary from when uh, this podcast started. So oh boy. Oh, boy, we'll go from there. But anyway, thank you all for listening. Have a very Merry Christmas. Happy uh, New Year. Eric, any final words? Uh, Yeah, you know, when we were playing oh, Bunny Kingdom the other day, yeah, uh, I messed something up. No. So, Did you not win by the amount oh, that no, you Oh, no, I have? smoked you guys. Gosh, that, That's beside the point. Um, what I screwed up was we were supposed to be playing two cards every time, not just one. So. Oh, you draft two? That's right. That was a big whoopsie. Huh. So, anyways, we played on hard mode. It didn't mode. even feel like it would have taken too long, though. More, uh, more, well, I guess the two analysis. Two cards at a time, there's only five passes then. Because there's ten long, cards. Yeah. So it would have been a lot swifter. Yeah, but it, it still didn't feel like a long game, though. No, no, it went quick. So, yeah. Bunny Kingdom, great game. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Loads of fun. Take care, all. Um, Merry Christmas. That's nope. my... Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, Eric's <laughs> just giving me the rolling the eyes look. But. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> all right, take care, y'all. See you guys. Now.